0: The Blaze Radio Network, on demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I
1: don't have to show you to stinking vices.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Good news, everybody. The Republicans are still negotiating. (laughs) <laughs> on an Obamacare tweak. It's not a repeal. It's a tweak. It's not it's not replacement. They're just gonna repackage it and take credit for it. So when it fails, it can be a Republican crucifixion. Uh welcome to it, everybody, the Chris Alcedo Show. And yes, it will fail. Because the same folks who wrote Obamacare, guess what? They're they're writing the replacement for Obamacare. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, telephone number for the Chris Salcedo show is 888 933 I am asking this in earnest. If, if you have an idea of what you would like to see done, it's only your health care. It's only the health care of your family. It's only the health care of your kids. Or if you're a kid, it's only your family's health care. If you have an idea of what you would like to see done, Why don't you call me? 888-933-93. Your ideas can't be any worse than what they're bandying about up there on Capitol Hill. No, certainly no worse than Obamacare. So that's happening today. We'll get into that in short order on The Chris Alcedo Show. Also a visit with Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. Doing some great work over there they are. Getting in touch with the program is easy to do. Social media on Twitter. The, uh, at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X as in Texas. Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show. The Chris Salcedo Show. Email, by the way, on Facebook. There's an email link right there for you. Listen to the show live. Blaze.com slash radio. Blaze Radio smartphone app. iHeartRadio app. On-demand listening. SoundCloud. iTunes. And Stitcher. Head to the Blaze.com and check out the channel section. That's the Blaze.com and the channels section. The reason, let me answer the question. Who is writing the Obamacare replacement bill? Uh, I'm sorry, the Obamacare repeal bill. No, I'm sorry, the Obamacare tweak bill. Uh, It is the same folks who teamed up with Barack Obama to impose this garbage law on us. The traitorous insurance companies, the big hospital conglomerates, and um big pharma. That the reason why you hear Mitch McConnell getting up there saying well, this is really hard. The, the reason why he says it's really hard is because you've got all of these all of these special interests who want the GOP to make sure that they get their money. To make sure that that they continue that that they, the trend that started under Obamacare which is these companies not having to work for a living, just guaranteed your money that that trend continues so they don't have to compete and they don't have to worry about market share and they don't have to worry about lowering prices or any of that. The same people who bought off the Democrats the last eight years are buying off the Republicans save four or five of them. And those are the ones who are holding up. Well, I shouldn't say universally. I mean, Senator Cruz, Senator Mike Lee, Rand Paul. Uh, the guy, the senator from, what is his name, Hoven, Heaven, whatever, no, not Heaven. Uh, the guy from uh, Nevada is just a, a Republican moderate crony who who doesn't either have the will to articulate to his constituency what's going on or doesn't have the ability. And what's going on is... is Medicaid was expanded improperly. So, uh, residents, Obama threw a whole bunch of ineligible people onto Medicaid who didn't belong. Now, there are a couple of statistics that I am hearing about eligibility for Medicaid. I am hearing that Obama made it so that people who are 400% of poverty level are eligible for Medicaid. So for a one person household, that means if you're making $47,000, 47,500 bucks a year, you're eligible for Medicaid. Single person family. If you're a family of 4, if you're making 97,200, you are eligible for Medicaid. Now, many of you are going, "Wait a minute. I don't make 97k a year in a family of 4. How are those folks eligible for Medicaid? And how did a, a Medicaid program that was designed for Poor children Poor women, vulnerable women And disabled folks How are all of these folks Able-bodied being able to To be put on there Now, I'm also hearing that it's 133% of poverty level Is what the eligibility is And that puts uh, A single person To What? 16 grand 16 grand uh, If you make that you're a single person you're eligible for Medicaid, but i uh, again, I've got to confirm that, but I tend to believe it, it's four hundred percent of poverty level, but I have to confirm that I think it was Charles Crownhammer who I heard that from two nights ago but i will I will do my best to confirm that for you so did you did you guys know that there are there are laws? that are passed that prevent doctors from banding together and starting their own hospitals. Did you know that now you have to ask yourself who in their right mind would pass a law that prohibits competition? Who would do that? Who would say, uh, you doctors, you are now a slave class, uh, you can't go out and team up with the doctors and, and build a better mousetrap that will be able to eliminate insurance companies and eliminate these big uh, medical groups and cut them out of the picture. You won't be able to do that. Who in their right mind would do such a thing? Well, we have to go to a Forbes article that was written April 5th of 2010. Big community hospitals supported President I'm sorry. Resident Obama's healthcare overhaul in exchange they are getting something they have desperately wanted for years, a ban on new competition. The health overhaul was of course supposed to be about expanding coverage to the uninsured and slowing down the inexorable rise of healthcare costs, though the second goal was more talk than reality. Buried in the hundreds of pages of legalese and footnotes and handouts unrelated to these goals, the recipients are favored groups that went along with the Obamacare reform. Among them were the traders insurance companies. That's my words. Not David Whelan's. Uh, big Pharma and the like. And yes, these big medical groups, the big hospitals that, you know, that own all these hospitals all over the country, they didn't want their doctors going out and starting up hospitals that could run more efficiently, that instead of charging exorbitant amounts of money for, you know, medication, you guys have heard of the $200 Tylenol, right? Uh, You were given a dose of Tylenol, 200 bucks. I told you the story yesterday of a a caller to the Chris Salcedo show in in Dallas-Fort Worth who said to me, Chris, I, I went in, My son had an emergency appendectomy. I paid the doctor 500 bucks. I paid the anesthesiologist 1,000 bucks. And the hospital charged me five grand. (laughs) You were charged five grand for occupying the space. For, I guess, paying the nurse, nursing staff, and uh, the electricity, I suppose. Meanwhile, the doctor and the anesthesiologist, the folks who did the operation, they only charge you a grand and a half. Uh, on the Houston show yesterday, a guy called me up, said I had an MRI scheduled. I went there, I gave them my insurance. They said it was going to cost me three grand. He said, well, what, what if I pay cash? He said, oh, it's 400 bucks. <laughs> um, you guys are beginning to see the problem. Are you not? Now, do you think the Republican plan will be any better than the travesty that we're living under now under Obamacare. I can tell you the reason why Mitch McConnell's having such a hard time writing a law is because he has a margin, he has 52 senators, and there are actually conservative senators in there who are who are in it for the benefit of the American people, not in it for the benefit of big pharma, not in it for the benefit of The trade or insurance companies are these big medical facilities. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, Mitch McConnell's not doing it necessarily for the ability for those crony capitalists to continue to get their hands in our pockets, although that's the net result. He's doing it because those moneyed interests will keep on filling up his campaign coffers just like they filled up the campaign coffers of the Democrats. Just as they, as Obama sold, it it always surprised me about leftists and their blind support for President Obama. The man, the man, got out there and said, "Oh, the insurance companies suck. The insurance companies suck, and the the doctors are greedy." And then he's behind behind the scenes cutting a deal with the insurance companies. The insurance companies going, "Yeah, you get out there, Obama. You force them to buy our product, and you know what? We're not going to compete." We're going to have exorbitant pricing and crappy products. Go ahead, Obama, you do it. And oh yeah, we'll make sure you get, get plenty of padding in those Democrat campaign coffers. So there you go. That's where we start off today. And the question is open to all of you. Yes, I'm talking to you because this affects every man, woman, and child in the sound of my voice. What do you think they ought to do? Up there on Capitol Hill, Mitch McConnell set another vote for Friday. Get it done by Friday, says Mitch McConnell, or I'm going to go talk to the Democrats. <laughs> Heck, I, I, you know what? Letting Obamacare fail is uh, looking better and better and better to me. At least uh, conservatives won't be tarred and feathered with owning the failure. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze. <laughs>
0: Keep up with the Chris Salcedo show on Facebook and on Twitter at
1: Chris Salcedo TX.
0: Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. If we don't reach agreement by Friday is probably the end of a sole party effort for health care. Then if we don't reach by Friday, then the way forward is as Obamacare collapses, challenge Democrats to work with us to find something better.
1: Senator Lindsey Graham saying the Democrats may be the answers to the Republicans' Obamacare problem. However... Senator Lindsey Graham uh, fails to recognize that the reason why we have a problem to begin with is because of those very same Democrats. <laughs> I, this is surreal. I, You know, it is fair to criticize the Republican Party for not doing any work the last seven years. They should have had something ready and raring to go. Agreed upon by the caucus so they could have rolled it out, done, over with on the tax reform. I, I just, such an opportunity wasted, such an opportunity lost. But you know, the good news is, folks, the traitorous insurance companies, those big medical facility groups, big pharma, all, their kids will be just fine. That's the good news. And you know what? All those Democrat senators and congressmen, and all those Republican senators and congressmen, their kids will be just fine. You're all screwed. But you can all delight. You know, let's all let's all play like liberals. You can all take a delight that the really smart people, the Jonathan Gruber's of the world, the Barack Obama's of the world, they'll be taken care of and so will their families. Uh, you're going to do without so that those wonderful people up in government can get filthy rich. Okay? Just take heart. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three to New York. We go. Hey, Rich, welcome to the Salcedo Show, man. What say you,
0: Chris? Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to bestow some knowledge upon you. <clears throat> uh, apparently, apparently, these politicians haven't thought through. I mean, ever since the existence of insurance, I always ask myself. How does it work? How does this, you know, how, how, how does this, you know, I always want to know the whys and the hows of, of everything. And there are a couple of big fundamentals being overlooked uh, by politicians, and they're trying to work around the edges to accomplish uh, the impossible, and that's to provide uh, health care uh, co- for everyone without it costing a fortune. Okay? Now, first the first obvious thing is health care is not a, a right, you know, despite what Bernie Sanders says, okay? But that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that the insurance model doesn't work for health care. This is why health insurance has been increasing, uh, had been increasing, for the last decade before uh, Obamacare. Life insurance, car insurance, homeowner's insurance, they work. Because the circumstances that allow a claim to be made are, are mostly an act of God without the insured being able to manipulate their coverage. You understand what I'm saying?
1: No, I understand. But again, this is something we've covered extensively, Rich, on, on the Salcedo Show, that the, what we call health insurance today is not health insurance. Health, in, Real health insurance would be a catastrophic loss policy that will kick in And cover you should you get hit by a truck or should you have a skydiving accident or get a a leukemia or a cancer diagnosis. That's that when when you have exorbitant medical care costs that would soak you and and would bankrupt you. That's what catastrophic loss. That's true insurance. This whole paying $20 for an office visit, that's not insurance. I don't know what the hell that is, but it's not insurance. insurance.
0: There's where we could have identified the problem and nipped it in the bud uh, decades ago. Instead, uh, somebody has the the bright idea of passing legislation that you can only buy from providers in your own state. Um, Somebody has the bright idea that we're going to charge the same monthly premium for a catastrophic plan as we are for a plan with a $20 deductible. I mean, these are the things that, that existed you know, back then. Now, you could have solved those problems back then without this nightmare of Obamacare.
1: Well, look, the, the sins of conservatives way back in the day when Ted Kennedy was, was bestowing upon the country the HMO system with the helps of Democrats, um, uh, th- that's just all water under the bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I've always marveled that The Democrats screwed up health insurance and screwed up health care. And then they say that they are uniquely the ones qualified to fix it all. So look, and that's where the HMO system came from. Coming up next, Rich, I'm hoping you can listen in. We're going to talk to uh, a good buddy of ours, Dr. James Pickney. He is with Diamond Physicians. And Diamond Physicians is something we call concierge medicine. And concierge medicine is basically you pay a low fee to a doctor's office and Unlimited visits and all this kind of thing, and eighty percent of your of your medical needs are met yeah. out of pocket. Oh. Not pay, not not you bypass the traitorous insurance companies, you bypass right. these big hospitals, and you bypass most importantly, you bypass Congress.
0: But you need a catastrophic plan.
1: But you would need, yes. the The one thing that they would need to do is restore the catastrophic loss market, which has been decimated by Obamacare.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right, Rich. Thank all you, right, buddy. Chris. Appreciate the call. Uh, folks, the, the The question is open all day long to all of you. What do you think these folks ought to do up on Capitol Hill? 888-933-93. 888 900 um, It's just your health care. Uh, I would prefer to get Big Pharma, the traders insurance companies, the big medical groups out of the decision making process. To usher back in doctors and the patients' relationship, to where they could come up with a with a pay scale that would work for each individual. Hey, Ellie, you don't have to shout. I mean, I'm right here. <laughs> she's she's telling me I have to I have to go. Uh, you guys can hear the music playing. So when we come back, we'll talk to our butter uh, our butter our buddy Dr. James Pickney about. Uh, well, what concierge medicine in is how it could be a solution to bypassing the traitorous insurance companies, bypassing big pharma, big companies, and Congress.
0: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show. Listen, dial, speak. 888-900-3393. I believe we will get to, to yes. It's going to take more discussions. And the most critical question is how do we lower premiums? That's been my central focus from the beginning. You know, for five months, there has been a working group in the Senate uh, working to bring Republicans together and, and unite behind the best approach to repealing Obamacare.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I would recommend, uh, this is a senator who I trust. That is uh, Senator Ted Cruz, our senator. I I really trust this guy to uh, do the right thing. I, I would recommend to Senator Cruz, stop talking to the same folks who wrote Obamacare in your repeal efforts. Uh, let's talk to somebody who probably is a little more right-minded than the folks that the GOP leadership is listening to on all of this, uh, Dr. James Pickney. He is a board-certified family medicine physician. Dr. James studied general surgery at the prestigious Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in L.A. after graduating from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston. He's the founder and CEO of something called Diamond Physicians, folks, a concierge medical practice focused on the patient-physician relationship, which also seems lost in this whole discussion. Diamond bypasses the cumbersome and inefficient middlemen in the traitorous insurance companies and the like. Dr. James, great to talk with you once again.
2: Hey, Chris, good morning.
1: Uh, The GOP in the Senate has failed on their Obamacare tweak. We can't call it a repeal because they don't repeal anything. They're tweaking Obamacare. Uh, What would you suggest that where would you suggest that they would start if they wanted to have some success?
2: Well, first, they have to address what's going to happen to the 22 million people that under the current bill will lose their insurance. And that's the I think that's the biggest hurdle Uh, we keep focusing on the insurance premiums, but the marketplace has already been disrupted. Uh, We're not going to to go back to 2008. So we have to focus on the future and how do we reinvigorate that patient-physician relationship and how do we guarantee access to physicians? We have a huge shortage. Medicaid and Medicare populations are going to lose uh, coverage and access to their doctor. So what do we do in the meanwhile? Until they come up with a replacement plan uh, and a bona fide legitimate angle on how to increase access to care, we're not going to go anywhere
1: yeah, and of those twenty two thousand uh, uh, millions of those folks who can afford insurance will stop buying it because they'll have a choice once again because right now the government under the threat uh, under threat forces our citizens to buy insurance so uh, you you mentioned uh medicaid access being lost it's because the previous administration dumped a whole bunch of ineligible people onto the medicaid rolls right because it was it was set up to help vulnerable children and vulnerable women and disabled folks but the last administration says we're going to dump a whole bunch of able-bodied leeches onto onto medicaid and that's why so many people who really need it uh can't get access anymore because doctors are overwhelmed
2: right And I've seen that firsthand in the ERs. Unfortunately, uh, people abusing the Medicaid system is very commonplace. We see dozens of cases every day in every single ER in the country uh, because people use the ER as their primary care physician. So if you don't have insurance, uh, you can go into the ER uh, or you can apply for Medicaid in certain situations and you're covered. Uh, Also, uh, non-citizens of the U.S. can also go in there and receive care and unfortunately, we don't have the resources to take care of everybody, so we have to use our resources wisely for the people that really need Medicaid uh, and deserve it. So uh, also, education is a huge issue. I'll see children on Medicaid, and because their parent uh, couldn't get in to see the doctor, they come to the ER. So now you're spending three or $4,000 on a case mm-hmm. that should have cost the system $50. And again, that happens over and over again every day.
1: And Obamacare was supposed to fix all of that. Dr. James Pickney is our guest right now, folks of diamond physicians, concierge medicine. Uh, isn't the cause of Obamacare's failure, or one of the causes of Obamacare's failure, and the, the foreseeable failure of any GOP effort as it stands right now, is all of these money interests who are writing these bills, the traitorous insurance companies, the big hospital groups, big pharma and the like, aren't they the culprits here that they want to get paid and the American people are suffering because of it?
2: Uh, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the big lobby groups that are that are focusing on uh, these bills are affecting the bills that's detrimental for the American people. We need to go back to the free market system that drives competition, lowers healthcare premiums, and actually improves and injects innovation into the healthcare marketplace. And right now uh, all the laws are set up for hospitals to gain, for insurance companies to gain. And we really need to look back, okay, what can we do to allow Americans to access healthcare and health physicians provide quality care. And we have some great ideas at Diamond Physicians, Chris. We are doing some revolutionary things even since the last time that we spoke. Uh, We've got Now we have three locations, opening another one in Atlanta, trying to go nationwide. The direct primary care movement is gaining huge momentum. Doctors are getting it. They're getting off this insurance wheel uh, and going to cash pay at capitated rate, one low monthly fee for unlimited visits, no copay, 24 hour access to your doctor and unlimited urgent care. And now we're actually instituting something called DoctorLink, which is a revolutionary telehealth platform um, that actually provides the same doctor every time you call in. We're not a 1-800 number with a queue, it's the same provider. And we're doing that for somewhere in between 30 and $40 per month, unlimited consultation. So we think that some of these new, uh, revolutionary, innovative, free market healthcare solutions are going to be this, uh, the future of healthcare uh, and really help solve this problem.
1: It took me right where I wanted to go because there is an effort there. Uh, the previous administration demonized and blamed. The greed of people like you, the greed of doctors for all of the, for all of the exorbitant costs in healthcare, and you and I know how much of a sham that is. but let me uh, let me ask you because I was surprised and shocked to find this out the other day because uh, a physician actually called up the program and said, "Hey, if I wanted to get together with a whole the bunch of other doctors and go start my own hospital that we could run uh, tons better." Uh, then uh, I am prevented from doing that because my, our elected leaders sold us out to those muddied interests. There is a law that prevents me from doing that. Can you detail what that law is, Dr. James?
2: Yeah, that is true. Uh, I believe it was passed around 2010 where physicians cannot own hospitals. Uh, we, it's, it's illegal, especially here in Texas. I know for a fact it is illegal. Uh, we cannot band together and, and lower costs. I, I have great uh, aspirations to have a cash pay hospital that charges fair market value for services, you know, 10 cents for an aspirin instead of $80. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, until some of the legislation changes, that is impossible.
1: Yeah, no. And I i took a call on a, a later version of the Salcedo show yesterday who said guy was scheduled to go for an MRI. His copay was $3,000. He said, I want to do it for cash. And it was 400 bucks. <laughs> and he did it, And he got it done for 400 bucks cash out of pocket instead of his quote unquote co last thing isn't fee for service your model isn't that the wave of the future and shouldn't this be where the american people forget congress forget our so-called leaders who have sold out to the moneyed interest i mentioned shouldn't we bypass congress as a people shouldn't we bypass all of these conglomerates and start looking toward concierge medicine getting back that relationship between doctor and patient
2: Yeah, the American people can absolutely choose. Uh, We can have products like Diamond Physicians, Direct Primary Care, and and Dr. Link. Uh, I like to refer to it as membership medicine. So instead of the fee-for-service where you have to perform a procedure and, and bill a CPT code to an insurance company, capitated rate. All included one low monthly fee. Uh, and actually have direct access to your doctor, whether it be via telemedicine platform or in person. That's the future of healthcare. It's going to solve all of our problems, and the American people actually can make this happen by choosing uh, to find a direct primary care for provider in your, in your area or going to thedoctorlink.com and, and signing up for one of our telehealth uh, physicians that will see you anytime, any day, 24 hours a day, same doctor.
1: Dr. James Pickney, everybody, diamond physicians on the forefront of trying to revolutionize medical care and bypassing moneyed interests and Congress to do it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time and expertise on the Chris Nelsato show, as always.
2: Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate you.
1: Triple eight. I'm sorry, eight hundred. Uh, I was. I had to write it right the first time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. You guys wants to give me some feedback on what you guys just heard. Don't you think this would be a superior way to go? Instead of giving your money to an insurance companies so they can redistribute it out to folks who may who may or may not need it more than you, why not just pay for your own doctor's visits? That's the model he's talking about. Who was it? One other talk show host, it might, it might have been Hannity. Hannity was talking to some folks the other day, uh I, I I'm on the air when Hannity's on so a listener of mine called me up and said, Hey, I, I just happened to catch this on one of his programs. Uh, folks who are doing what James Pickney does in Kansas saying, yeah, give me a low monthly fee and I'll take care of the majority of your, of your healthcare needs. And even some of the, you know, the MRIs and all that kind of stuff, the direct fee for service is turning out to be far less expensive for the individual family. Now, granted this, This really undermines the socialist model of you being responsible for paying for other people's health care. But it is better for you and your family. And if everybody had it in their mind that they should be able to, they should at least be able to take care of themselves and their family, then maybe we wouldn't be in this mess, this entitlement mess here in the United States. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze.
0: This is The Chris Salcedo Show, The Blaze Radio Network.
1: All right, welcome back. I've been doing some investigating during the breaks to double check what what Charles Crownhammer might have been talking about. The eligibility for uh, tax credits for certain individuals, you could qualify for tax credits to buy Obamacare plans anywhere between 100% to 400% of the poverty level. Medicaid qualification though it varies state to state uh, and with different criteria different age groups they make it as complicated as they possibly can uh, the the consensus though is around 138 percent of poverty line so for example if you are if you are a one person if you make sixteen thousand five hundred dollars a year you you qualify for Medicaid under President Obama's expansion and yeah i I'm not in my understanding is that Obama expanded Medicaid to folks who are not just poor vulnerable women and children but I think he expanded Medicaid to guys uh and, and the disabled so uh and and disabled and Poor children, poor women, vulnerable women were, were those. The program was set, set up to help. And it wasn't 138% of poverty. It was uh, those at or, or below the poverty line. So my understand see, and it depends on which chart you're looking at. Depends on which year. Um, yeah, see, you could be making as much as. Twenty grand, twenty thousand five hundred, and being a single person and still being eligible for Medicaid under Obama's expansion, and many, uh, for, uh, how many of you, when you were had only yourself to support, would consider yourselves impoverished if you were making right around 20500 uh, $20, dollars a year? but obama expanded this to include millions of more americans who didn't who didn't have any business being on that on those rolls with the assumption that somebody else would pay for it and that's why we have government growing at an exponential rate the cost of government our indebtedness growing at an exponential rate we can't afford it and then there's this Minuteman Health of Massachusetts and New Hampshire announced it is withdrawing from the Affordable Care Act exchanges in 2018. This was a co-op. This was one of 23 co-ops founded by President Obama, his political party, for uh, under Obamacare. Now, of those 23 that Mr. Obama... Took your money for. Only four are left. And you have to ask yourself, Well, wait a minute. If Minuteman Health of Massachusetts and New Hampshire received Obamacare money, which was not actually Obamacare money, it was your money. American taxpayer money. Where'd it go? Where'd the money go? So we we gave them all of that money. Now, Minuteman Health was awarded $156.4 million in taxpayer-funded loans. You multiply that by the other... By 23, You know what was it? $3.6 billion of your money flushed down the toilet by people who <laughs> never run a, a popsicle stand, never run a lemonade stand. Resident Obama... And his leftists. So, I guess the broader point I'm trying to uh, to make here, folks, is this was a boondoggle from from the beginning, and to pay off the likes of Minutemen Health of Massachusetts and New Hampshire, the big healthcare muddied interests, the healthcare conglomerates, the traitorous insurance companies, big pharma. They all had a hand in crafting Obamacare, which is sending us into a, into a death spiral right now. These same people are lobbying Congress to make sure they get more of our money. And that's why I am submitting to you the reason why Mitch McConnell's having such a tough time. And I would also submit to you that if Republicans said, you know what, I'm not going to do what's best for big pharma. I'm not going to do what's best for the traders insurance companies or the big conglomerates. I'm going to do what's best for the people. And I'll bet you this whole situation gets a hell of a lot less complicated really fast.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.